be it. Thank you for having me. So the Kraken are 8-2-0 in the last 10 games. The owners have passed them anyway. It's wildly unfair, but if you're Vegas or the L.A. Kings, you've got to be looking over your shoulder at both teams, both the Kraken and the Oilers. Fair? I mean, Oilers have quite simply forgotten how to lose, so I would definitely be looking over my shoulder at them. Uh, the Kraken have, you know, they've uh, they've been dealing with a bit of adversity in the last, they had a back-to-back in Pittsburgh and New York, and they are dealing with a locker room bug right now. So they're a bit under the weather tonight. And we'll see how it goes. So do we know uh, anybody for sure out of the lineup? Or is it like, you know, take the pregame skate and we'll see? Oh, Dave Haxall uh, has realized that it provides him no competitive advantage to disclose starting goaltenders, who's playing, who's not. And he gives out almost no information usually. So it's uh, Burkowski. Andre Burkowski was skating with the team this morning, which is a good sign. He's missed two games. Um, we don't know if he was injured or sick. Again, that's the level of information uh, swapping that we're dealing with here. And then um, Vince Dunn uh, uh, dressed but did not skate. So I would say it's probably a good safe bet that, um, I mean, if, if there's any way he's ready to go, he's their top players, their top defensemen, they need him. If he's, if he's at all okay, I bet they could – stick him in the lineup, but it's not a good sign that he didn't skate this morning. Okay, Kraken are relentless. They remind me a little bit of the Golden Knights, uh, although they don't have the unceremonious offloading of expensive veterans in Seattle. But they do find players, and one of them is Joy Decord, who was, I, I think, tamed in the expansion draft, came out of Ottawa, was a depth pick, and he looks like 923 save percentage, looks like a, a like a real solution here. So when you've got a, you know, a veteran uh, like Grubauer going on LTIR, it's good to have Decord, and he sort of is the show there, right? Yeah, he's been a kind of a revelation this year. He, the, the inaugural, uh, the um, the first season, uh, two thousand twenty twenty one, was uh, he had maybe four starts, no wins, wasn't a great, wasn't a good beginning for him. Last year he came in, he was pretty decent in relief. He was pretty much just an injury replacement. He spent almost the entire season in the AHL, but. He and the Coachella Valley Firebirds went all the way to Game Seven of the Calder Cup uh, Championship round. So he, he, you know, and so he was kind of the, the guy to beat coming into training camp. And yeah, Grubauer's been battling some injuries this year, and that kind of opened the door for Decord. And he has been he has given them some of their most consistent goaltending, definitely their most consistent regular season goaltending that they've had that the Kraken have had in their short history. And he was really good in the Winter Classic. So that's a big stage, and he rose to it. And he, yeah, he's been the guy. It's been fun to watch. He's a fun goalie to watch. He's very adventurous. I don't know. Obviously, we give most of the the credit to the player, but Vince Dunn has, uh, since he arrived in Seattle, his point totals have gone from thirty five to sixty four, and he's. I mean, he could hit seventy this year, uh, depending upon how the rest of the season goes. I know deployment is a part of that, and he's twenty seven years old, so he still, you know, could be in his prime, but. Uh, this is a player who is having a major impact offensively from the blue line. Yeah, I think he he always, it seems like he kind of wanted to be the guy and challenged himself to be the guy. And he was kind of pretty low on the depth chart in St. Louis. And, and but Seattle really gave him this opportunity to <clears throat> to shine and thrive. And he found this really great pairing with Adam Larson, who had, they've been together for like to almost, it'll be two years in March, which for, you know, in, in NHL years is, is a long time. And they, they really suit each other. They really, you know, kind of, they seem like really, they have a really great working relationship and it's allowed uh, Dunn to really kind of explore his game and, and be 
you know, the Kraken's number one defenseman. I mean, I hate to say that because, you know, it's like, how do you, how do you compare Larson and Dunn? They're, they both do very different, very important things, but you know, it's, but Vince, Vince Dunn leads them in points and that's, that's, a darn important thing, isn't it? It is. And, uh, you know, you make a great point, and it's one that I think we don't necessarily explore enough. I know there's been talk of, of you know, adding a defensive uh, award because a guy like Larson, who we saw here, and he was brilliant, uh, it, it's it, you have to watch them a lot to enjoy the subtlety of their game, but suppressing goals is a thing. And uh, Larson kind of leads off my questioning about former Oilers who are playing there. Uh, you know, he, I believe he's 30 now, but he doesn't seem to be aging like a, a defensive defenseman sometimes does once they t- turn 30. He's been playing well, correct? Oh, yeah. He's been, uh, he's been one of the ones who's been under the weather. So I guess right now is, is an awkward time to ask that question. But generally, he is, uh, he, he's in 312 straight games. He's got a good Ironman streak going, the fourth longest in the league. And, he so he's just been he's the only player that has appeared in every single cracking game so far, and he's just been you know it's it's I feel like we we often say how good he is in reference to Don just because they're such a unit such an established unit, but he on in his own right he is a, he's a great penalty killer he's just he's just steady and everyone has nothing but nice things to say about him. KHFD, our guest, Seattle Times Sports. Kid, I will tell you something about the Edmonton market. Anybody who ever played here, there's somebody out there who really feels like the former Oiler is one of their children. So Jordan Eberle, Kyler Yamamoto, we mentioned Larson, uh, Justin Schultz. There are others on this team. Uh, how are they all doing, specifically Yamamoto, who started slowly, and maybe uh, is he coming on a little bit? He it's it's been kind of an up and down year for him. I can I feel like I can say that I haven't talked to him about it recently, but he was on this this is the last game of six game road trip for the Kraken. Uh he was scratched the first three games of it. So he kind of wound up being the odd man out, which is a little surprising because at times this year he's been their hot like when they weren't scoring at the very beginning, he was the only one who was. Uh he has, you know, consistently been an offensive threat for them. He's been good, but he, you know, when they needed, when they had too many healthy forwards, wow, that feels like a luxury tonight. They, he was the one that was out. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of complicated, I guess. He's, he's been good at times and and other times he's been a spare part. And, um, but, and he earned the nod on opening night over Ty Cartier, who the Kraken staff loves. So it's, they're very high on Ty Cartier. So it's like, been up and down for Yamamoto. Um, uh, let's see, who, who else do we talk about here? Jordan Everly. Mm, they love Jordan Everly here. We know that, right? Like mm-hmm. we, Seattle loves Seattle loves Jordan Everly. Great ambassador for the team. Great, great hilarious quote. Um, just a you know top line winger. You know, just a good veteran guy. And and from what I hear, a leader in the locker room. And um, Larson, we've already talked about. Justin Schultz uh, has also been a been an occasional healthy scratch this year in favor of Riker Evans, who they're trying to kind of, you know, slide in. He's their he's their top defensive prospect, and maybe he was even going to make the the camp uh, the team out of camp this year, but he didn't. So Schultz and and Evans have kind of been an either or situation a couple times, but generally they they like him. He's he still gets time on the power play. He's um, he's a third pairing defenseman with uh, Brian Dumoulin back there, and. You know, they, again, uh, steady, veteran presences, and they need them here. 
Okay, the the Edmonton Oilers are familiar with this, and fans certainly are, but the Kraken are in the middle of it. They played uh, Thursday in Washington, then they played Saturday in Columbus, and then Monday in Pittsburgh, and then Tuesday in New York, which is a long way from Edmonton. Now they're here. This is a this is a, a little bit of a back-breaking road trip. Oh, yeah, especially when you're, like, having a, some sort of bug sweep through your locker room, back-to-backs all over the place. And, you know, at least they haven't had to deal with travel headaches. Oh, my gosh. Anybody who's tried to fly around <laughs> in the eastern U.S. and Canada probably knows what I'm talking about. Getting getting around right now is, is very tricky, but at least they've got that nice charter jet. Jealous. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a tough – yeah, looking at, you know, just – just like on a map it's just been a it's been a tough uh six games they did only have one game in the week after the winter classic so they kind of got a good break and then it was right back into it and yeah it's been a it's been a tough run and they're not they're not doing great from the sound of it but you can't can't take you know we're not shutting down the league for illness anymore it's not happening which you just got to gut through it and they they're right on the cusp they're right behind you know, they've fallen out of a tie and for the wild card spot, and they they you know there's no time to to struggle right now, and they're going to try and push through it. Uh, Kate Shifty, our guest from Seattle Times Sports. Final question for you: It's a little early, and I know that that the the organization probably isn't tipping their hand, but if they get to the deadline as a buyer, is there anything that that sort of is obvious that they they might want to add, or is it too soon to know? You know, they it's. Uh, I, w- I want to give my speculation, but in, in my gut, in my heart of hearts, I see this is a team that when things are going well, they change nothing. They didn't make any moves last year. They made almost very few moves this offseason. If things are, are going fine I, and they're still in it, I bet they, they just, you know, they, they, hold, they, they hold them. They stick with what they know. That's kind of that's Seattle's M.O. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is, maybe, you know, this is the time when they, they – turn me into a liar but you know i'm always ready on uh when free agency opens on the trade deadline and then it's like oh well okay never mind they're they're good with what they got okay fair enough kate thank you appreciate it very much have a great night